If you have been here for the entirety of this series, I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And I hope that you have taken away so much knowledge from this whole entire Get Out of Debt series. We are now at the last step of this debt series with this week's episode all about speeding up this debt-free journey. If you watched or listened to last week's episode, you saw that it could take months or even years to get out of debt depending on how much you have. What if I told you that this didn't have to be the case, that you could in fact speed up this process? Well, today I'll present you with three different and easy ways that you can become debt-free faster. The great part is that you can choose one of these, or I mean technically choose all three, and adapt it to the things that you're already doing in your life. Let's wrap up this series and put you on your way to becoming debt-free. Here we go. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, so here we are at the final step of this get out of debt journey. So this is step four. Um, and it, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. It's been a wonderful, wonderful series. Uh, truly, truly appreciate it. If you have been uh, watching this series, keeping up with this series, as it's I'm, I'm it's going to be life changing for a lot of people. Uh, if you're able to see it, uh, appreciate it. you you obviously enjoying it. But uh, I appreciate everyone that's that's going out of their way to share this uh, and get this message out because I've. I really do. Like, I, I genuinely want everyone to experience life without debt. Um, and I know that if you will follow this series and I know that if you will follow all the steps that I go over, uh, the different ways that I have presented and uh, given you some some different tactics to approach debt uh, from your mindset to analyzing your debt situation all the way up to construction that get out of debt roadmap, um, you will be out of debt today. This is a, a different part, right? Uh, because I think that um, this is the piece of the pie where you have the option to speed this up, slow this down. Uh, and you you can you can literally change everything about how you approach debt by doing these three easy, uh, vastly different ways to speed up your debt-free journey, okay? Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. It's been an amazing series so far and and I hope that you're taking everything that I intended you uh, for you to walk away to free yourself from debt. Um, and this, it all brings us to this, it all brings us to this episode in today's society. Um, because I think that 
everyone has this idea of wanting um, instant gratification, right? Like everyone wants this instant gratification. And I think that um, there's a huge gap in, um, in, in what that actually means. And I I, I think that I, I can bridge that gap. I truly think I can bridge, bridge that gap and get you the debt-free results that you want faster. Uh, because what if I told you it was possible? Because I, I think it's possible. Uh, there's three ways, and I'm going to present all three ways that you can choose from. And the best part about these three ways is that you don't have to choose one. Okay. You don't have to choose one. You can choose all three. You can do all three of these things, uh, and that will only speed up your debt-free journey that much faster. I'm telling you. So as I've done with every episode in this series, uh, here are the things that, you know, the first things first that I've got to give, I got to give the disclaimer that none of these three ways are easy. Well, one of them is kind of easy, just to be honest. Uh, The others are not that easy. Uh, but the reason I decided to give you three is because it allows for one of the three to be easier uh, than others, right? For for some people, so you, one of these you should be able to relate to a little bit easier than than some of the others. Uh, I will tell you that some of the less, uh, some of those that are a little more painful, I guess you could say, uh, do pay off more. So uh, go through the pain, and and you'll you'll definitely get a reward from it, but. Uh, the second thing, second disclaimer I have is that if this is the first episode that you're jumping into, uh, you may get something out of this, obviously, because you may already understand something about your debt. Uh, but watching the first three parts of this series is important. So go back, tune into those first three parts. If you have missed them, uh, they're on YouTube, Facebook, and wherever you enjoy your podcast. So make sure that you go and enjoy those. Make sure that you go and listen to those because uh, those will help help sort of direct you and how this whole thing is going to go. Um, but they all these sort of build off of each other. So why does this all, you know, what does this all come down to? Well, it obviously all comes down to getting out of debt. But this episode specifically is you built your roadmap. You understand that you're on the journey to get out of debt. How do you get out of debt faster? Like you want that now. So uh, that's what this episode is going to do. It's going to give you three like I said, fairly simple ways uh, to get you out of debt faster. And that's exactly what I want you to take away from this. That's, uh, you can see by the the image on the picture for, for those listening on a podcast, it's literally just a road, road sign that says debt free just ahead. So without further ado, we're going to, we're going to jump in. We're going to hit these three ways so that you can expedite that journey because I do, I want you to be debt free. I want you to understand what it's like to be debt free. Um, cause a, an image that I like to throw out there is, is if you could take, nobody wants to go back to being a child, right? People want to go back to being in the mindset and the life of the child that had no, nothing to worry about. Uh, maybe even high school, maybe you don't want to go back to being a child, but maybe just high school, but just this visual, right? Where you, you know, your parents were, you know, for the vast majority, not everybody, but you know, for the most part, parents were, you know providing you food, they're providing you shelter, they're providing you transportation, they're providing you all these things like you didn't really have much to worry about. You 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 worried about, you know, your schoolwork, you worried about uh your, you know, hanging out with your friends, you worried about video games, you worried about like like you see what I'm saying? Like oh, this is all fun stuff, right? Um 
but we've gotten to this adult and, and the one thing you didn't worry about was debt. You didn't worry about money so much. Like your parents, um, may have like given you little tidbits of money advice along the way, but you didn't really have to worry about money. And as you get into the adult, you have more opportunity, more options, and debt can become overwhelming. So um, I want to get you back to the point where you don't have to worry about money. Like you have, you have what it, what you need to survive. You have, you know, uh, you're spending what you have. You're not spending money that you have not earned yet, um, which is what debt is. Debt is you've spent money that you did not have. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, uh, everyone thinks that a car note is is it's just a, the way of life, but it's not like that's you're spending money. You don't have like you bought a car that you, you know, that you didn't, you know, you had to borrow to borrow that car. Otherwise you would have just bought it. Right. So without further ado, we're going to jump in three ways. Oh, you can see if you can see if you're watching this live, you can see the picture. So the, uh, this is the number one way. This is the first way. Uh, and, and by far, uh, this is probably the, um, uh, the second easiest, not saying this is the easiest because there is an easier one I'm going to go over. But first way that you can expedite your get out of debt journey is to clean house, sell it, sell things within your house. So um, this is a major way that you can almost instantaneously put a huge dent into your debt. Okay. You can put a huge dent into your debt because if you're using the debt snowball that I covered in step three of the series, this one part, this one yard sale house cleaning event that you do could give you enough income to bust through maybe one or even two of your smallest debts in that debt snowball. Okay. This allows you to knock months, I mean months off of your timeline in terms of getting out of debt and not to forget the interest that you're going to save along the way. Um, for doing this. So, uh, the best part about the yard sale, uh, the cleaning, the house or whatever you want to call this, the garage sale, the best part is that you probably won't even remember that you had a lot of these items. Actually, you'll probably be going through and be like, wow, I haven't touched this in years. Hopefully that doesn't trigger this like emotional side of you that says, Oh, uh, you know, I might need this, you know, like five years from now. I mean, it, we'll just buy it again. Like you're going to be out of debt then you'll have the money. Okay. So let's be clear. So, You've got to, you've got to, uh, you know, take the emotional attachment away from some of these items, right? And sell them because in the end, you're going to get this extra money. You're going to have this extra income um, and you're going to be able to knock out a lot of those, those debts. And if you end up needing them again later on in life, after you're debt free, uh, think about it, reward yourself with the idea of buying it without having to use debt to get it. And you get the upgraded model. That's a win, baby. Let's go. So, uh, how do you do it? So this is, uh, there's, there's, there's a, a lot of ways you can do it. Uh, but the first reason, uh, the first, you know, reason is that you can do this old school yard sale. Uh, like you see in the picture here, uh, you know, just guys standing outside of just a garage, uh, tons of items strewn all across the table. Um, and, and I mean, letting people walk up and, pick out what they want, name and a price, boom, out it goes, right? Um, that's one way you can do it. Uh, the second way you can do it, and I want to be clear, this is probably the best online version of doing this, um, is eBay. And the reason that I say it's the best online site to move a lot of your items is because um, it allows for you to put the most items out there. It has the biggest market, right? Uh, some of these other ones I'm going to hit 
the market's not as big. Uh, plus, when you're using eBay, you have the ability to sell to anyone worldwide. Uh, the downside to using eBay is you obviously have to ship these items. So if you if you do sell them online, um, you have to ship them, and you know that's that's a downside. But the upside is you can pretty much sell everything. So if you you know uh, that's that's just a great way. Number three, uh, so yard sale, garage sale, whatever, you know, where you put a sign out, open the door and let people in. Uh, eBay is that second one. The other one's like a Poshmark or a thread up. I wanted to put this one out there because this one's specifically focused around clothes. If you have an abundance of clothes or shoes or whatever that you no longer wear, Poshmark, thread up, something like that. You can take pictures of it and then you literally just wait for them to sell. You know, just maintain the, the the article of clothing or shoe or whatever and wait for the thing to sell. You don't have to uh, put much effort into it. You can just take the pictures and let them let them sit there and do their thing and they'll eventually sell. Once again, you have to ship those. That's the other downside to that. Uh, the last place that, that I want to, to ensure that you're aware of is most people are aware of Facebook Marketplace. If you're not, it's a huge opportunity uh, to sell a lot of the things that are in your home. Um that you're, you know, that you're no longer using. Uh, and you can also almost sell just about anything. The great part that I want you to know about when it comes to Facebook marketplace is that you don't really, it, most of it is people in your area, right? So you don't have to ship your items. You can normally meet, you know, schedule a meeting spot. I've sold a lot of things on Facebook marketplace. It's probably the number one thing that I would, uh, sell things if I was, if I was going through and decluttering, uh, when I have gone through and decluttered, Facebook Marketplace has been my go-to. I just like to go and uh, post them, let them sit there, go renew them every once in a while. You know, change prices if I have to. If items are not moving, um, get that 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 hot spot, that sweet spot for when someone wants that item. Um, but that's probably the easiest. And I can go buy. I can I can you can meet up. You can you know Venmo, cash, whatever. And then all of a sudden, all off it goes. Your your items are gone. You've got money. Throw that at that debt, right? Uh, but but. As you can see, this is an easy way to do it, and it's very quick, and that extra cash can help knock down your debt. The other great thing about this whole cleaning house thing is that uh, there's this great feeling that comes with the idea of decluttering. So a little decluttering can make your body and your soul feel so good. I mean... I mean, if you if you've ever lived in a house where it's just messy and dirty, or you've been around someone that's been messy or dirty, you can feel how like you know, it kind of, kind of gets to you a little bit. Right. So there's, there's this, this good mental state that comes with, you know, decluttering, uh, it makes your house look better. Your pockets look better. Can you say cha-ching? <laughs> and it provides a shortcut on your roadmap to, uh, financial, uh, to being debt free and, and financial freedom. So, uh, it's definitely worth doing, and like I said, it, it's the second easiest because the first easiest uh, I am going to get to just now. This is the first easiest, so, so decluttering is the second. This is the first easiest. Probably should just reorder these, but all good. Um, first easiest way, and it, this is because it takes no extra physical effort, uh, and no matter how full or empty your schedule is, you can do it. Um, it is called living on necessities, minimal living, whatever you want, minimal lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. It is all about you living on what you need. And I'm telling you what, it, there's books out there, there's articles, there's tons of information out there on minimal lifestyle, minimal living type of thing. And that's what I want to say that 
this can become an addiction. Uh, it's not as hard as you think. You just have to adapt it. You start trying to figure out ways to save. Um, and, and I know everybody's going to stare at you. You're, you're probably, you know, everybody's going to wonder why your room has a, a mattress, a, 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 a little hanging clothes rack and a, and a bookshelf or something. I don't know. But, for you, it's like, oh, I'm becoming debt free. Like, I don't need all that stuff. Like, I, I can just live on on necessities, right? And that's that's literally all all this is about. It's, it's all about cutting back on the things that you no longer need and living on on exactly those essentials of life. Uh, this is the one that's going to improve your appreciation for those non essentials. Uh, so you know, if you if you've had you know all these streaming channels and you had all these things that are non-essential in life and you cut those all of a sudden uh you're gonna appreciate them that much more when you get out of debt and you can start to to take part in some of these non-essential items um that that you you may have given up just that you get out of debt faster so you're probably thinking all right i'm down with living on necessities what does that entail well let me first off preface this by saying you do this does not mean that you have to live a boring life okay so this does not have to take away from the enjoyment of life you just have to uh, redirect where you're finding enjoyment right so if you if you say um, how can I live on necessities I'm going to give you some ideas so first one that you can easily do implement right this second is live on one streaming subscription one streaming service this isn't one forever this is one you know this isn't the same one forever this is just one at a time until you're out of debt okay so pick one let's say for you know the, you know the month of july i want to use uh or, or month of august or month of whenever let's say last month i used um netflix this month, I'm going to use, let's say, Hulu. All I have to do is pick one, pick anyone, and roll with it, right? So if I pick to to do Netflix, you know, last month, and then I cancel my, or pause my Netflix or cancel my Netflix, and I let Hulu pick up this month, and I watch everything to my heart's content on that one streaming service, I mean, think about it. Right now, you pay for a bunch and you probably watch one at a time anyways because you're watching a show or you're watching you know, something. Um, but but I want to give you the financial part of this. I want to give you the financial part. So think about it. If you're currently subscribed to, let's say, five subscriptions at about $8.99 a piece, that means you're currently spending about $45 a month on your subscriptions. So if you cut down to just the one, this is going to open up about $35 a month to pay off your debt faster. I know $35 doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're thinking about your debt, everything matters. It's all about knocking that down. After three months, you've put extra $100. You see how now the money starting to add up, start to actually look look a little better. So that's one way is this, this minimal living type of thing in terms of cutting subscriptions. The other way that you can do a more minimalistic life is to eat out but no more than once a week. You see, I didn't take away the fun of eating out. I didn't take away the enjoyment of eating out. I'm just saying eat out no more than once a week. So you could do this uh, and, and get it down to once a month if you want to be more aggressive. It's just about what do you want? What do you want? Where, where can you find that happy medium within yourself where you're 
you're you're getting yourself out of debt, you're making those decisions, but you're not doing it in such a way that that is taken away from the enjoyments of life, okay? Now, the one thing I want to say is that eat out no more than once a week. This does count for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so only once in a week, so pick your favorite. If you love breakfast food, eat out once a week for breakfast. If you like dinner, eat out once a week for dinner. Lunch, go have lunch with your coworkers, you know, once a week. But pick your favorite and roll with it. You know, just go with that. Like, that's how you can live minimally and still get enjoyment out of life. Number three, plan your grocery trips. Be conservative on what you're eating while you're getting out of debt. I'm not saying you have to eat spam and rice every meal, but you you don't need to eat scallop steak and lobster every night, okay? So uh, know what you're going to buy before you go to the grocery store. Have your meals planned out. Know what you're buying. Don't walk in there uh, just just picking things off the shelf and be like, oh, I'll figure out how to make a meal with this because it's just going to end up getting you know wasted anyway. So have a, have a plan, a structured plan when you go to the grocery store. And absolutely dive into that that full on not meal like prepping, but just meal planning. Right? Uh, don't buy anything that's not on your list. Go in there structured. You're getting out of debt. You shouldn't be wasting money on on careless things. Right? Number four for this minimalist lifestyle is don't pay for a gym membership. Working out at home is just as good. Gym memberships, uh, back in the day, you know, I was paying like 20 bucks a month and I thought that was a lot for a gym membership. Um, now, uh, back, when's the last time I had a gym membership? Uh, maybe 2014, 2015, I guess, I had a gym membership. 70 bucks a month. I don't know what gym memberships cost now, but I'm sure that they're, they are still running that 70 bucks a month time frame. And that's where uh, you've got to understand that 70 bucks a month is, is a lot of money. And you've got to know that, that you can't go around wasting money on a gym membership. You can work out at home just as good. You can Google all day, you can Google home body weight workouts, knock those out. You can navigate to YouTube and find different body weight workouts uh, that you can do from YouTube. Uh, or you can go out and just go for a simple walk or run or whatever. Um, all of these things can save you money. Don't buy a single want, okay? So everything that you say, oh, I wish I had this. Oh, I want that. Stop that thought in his tracks. Don't go out searching for these wants. Okay. Don't do it. It's it's you're getting out of debt. Like your process right now is get out of debt. Not fulfill all of these shopping cravings that have plagued you. So you've got to stop saying, you know, I want that. I want this. Like you're getting out of debt. You cannot go through life continuing to give in to that urge uh, while you're getting out of debt, or you're just gonna stay in debt. You're not putting enough money towards it. So number two was that, that or the second way that you can become debt-free faster is just to live that minimalist lifestyle. Now, this is the one that uh, I'm going to tell you is painful. See, I had to like adjust myself in my chair because I got to get ready to, to tell you this. But this is the one that uh, most people don't don't enjoy. All right. Uh, and, and I mean, uh, what I can tell you, though, is that it is the most rewarding financially, personally, 
um, professionally, this is the most rewarding. And, and I'm just being honest. Um, but it's get a part-time job. Don't run away yet. Let me just break this down because it's this is good. It's really good. Um, if you this is the rewarding part of it that I'm talking about. If you choose a part-time job that can gain you a skill that you did not have before you took on that part-time job. That's not only financially rewarding, right? Like that's that's a skill that you now can uh, add and and correlate to your primary job and other future career opportunities, right? It's not, and it's not always about what's resume things air quotes do I have? Soft skills are very important. Soft skills are very important, and. That's a lot of what you can take from part-time jobs. You don't have to be the highest paid. You don't have to be the manager. You don't have to be. All you need is the soft skills of working with people, working with customers, talking to these things. Part-time jobs pay you financially, and they reward you with so many skills um, that's beneficial. So uh, if you if you ever if you're familiar with Robert Kiyosaki, um, I've read a lot of his books. Um, if you're familiar with them at all. One of the things that that he talked about is how he was a bad salesman and he actually ended up taking a job at Xerox uh, to to improve his selling. Right. Like it's not that he needed the job at Xerox. Uh, he could have probably got a job anywhere. He didn't probably even want to be in, in, in you know, selling copiers or printers or whatever for, you know, X number of time. He got really good at it as well. And he left because he felt like he had mastered that skill. You know, it was time to move on and start getting other skills. So in life, it's not always about like what it is that you're you're doing, but the skills that, that come with what it is that you're doing. So here are some examples of what I'm talking about. Some of those soft skills, those 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 jobs that, that you could take that could benefit you uh, depending on where you may struggle, where you may lack. Uh, job in retail requiring you to talk to strangers. What if you have a trouble talking to strangers, right? Customer service jobs require you to help people. What if you're you're not very good at problem solving with with people, right? Customer service job. Admin assistant requiring you to be organized, have good time management. If you struggle with those things, maybe a part-time admin assistant job is right up your alley. House cleaner. That could teach you attention to detail. Plus Let's be honest, you have the ability to listen to podcasts and audiobooks and other educational things um, while you're completing your job, giving you more skill, more insight into other markets. A dog walker could give you daily exercise. If you have trouble finding time for daily exercise, why not go get paid to do it? And uh, plus, you get to spend time with a pet, right? Like if you're a pet, if you're a pet lover, like that's a great example of exercising. Listen to audiobooks, like I said in the house cleaner, audiobooks, podcasts. Um, all of these are great examples of different skills that you can you can obtain, and they can easily bring in ten to twenty five dollars an hour, uh, depending on the job and your level of experience in that in that field. Uh, it could easily bring in ten to twenty five dollars an hour. So, um, it's it's worth looking at. It's worth doing. Now, the thing about part time jobs is that. There is some expenses that come with it, so uh, it's very, very much vital that you make sure that the job pays for the expenses that come with it as well. Um, this, all of the money, the the key takeaway in this part time job is that all of this is your is income for your debt. 
This isn't this isn't so that you can now have extra money to now pay off debt and go get the things you want. Like this whole point of this part-time job is to get yourself out of debt faster. So all the money that you make goes toward your debt. None of it goes in your pocket. Okay. Uh some of the different types of part-time jobs that are out there that you can you can look into uh, is like traditional hourly rate jobs. Uh, these are probably going to get you on some kind of schedule, and you'll show up, clock in, clock out, get paid every week or every other week, and you'll get paid for you know the hours that you work. Um, that's just the traditional hourly job. Uh, some more uh, with the progression into um, like. The, the whole online market atmosphere. Uh, there's some different on-demand type of jobs, which are very beneficial for people that want to work their own schedule as a part-time job. Uh, Uber and Lyft, both are rideshare companies, uh, allow you to go out and drive, pick people up, drop them off. Uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Instacart, food and grocery delivery. Um, if you if you want to go, go out and do that, make some extra money. I actually heard that um, Instacart pays... You can, you can, especially during COVID, um, they, you know, they were paying pretty well. So if people got into that habit of using Instacart for their grocery shopping, I'm just saying there might be a market there for you to, if you don't mind running to the grocery store and picking up groceries for people, there might be a market for you to make a ton of extra cash doing that. Uh, task rabbit is another one. Uh, if you're, this is more of like service oriented work, like moving services, handyman, yard work, uh, installation and mounting of different device, uh, like TVs and stuff in your home, uh, furniture assembly, cleaning, shopping, anything. Uh, but it's just task, right? And people pay you to, to complete these tasks. Uh, that's another great option that you can, you can put your services out there and you can go and provide and, and, and on demand, make money. You don't have to schedule like clock in, clock out times, but when you can go put in the extra time and make some extra cash. Uh, Upwork is a uh, uh, platform that allows you to do more specialty work. So if you're like an IT professional as your primary occupation, if you provide financial services, sales and marketing, customer support, anything like that, you can go to Upwork and put your put your services out there to, um, to provide uh, services to, to people that are, that are requesting them, whatever professional field that you're in. All of these allow for you to work when you want. And almost all of them are going to come with some kind of tax advantage, right? So, uh, if you use your car for Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Instacart, anything like that, uh, you can write off, you know, your mileage or whatever that you use to, to do those things. Um, so they all come with pretty good tax advantages. So, you can see these are three vastly different ways um, that you can that you can help expedite and become debt free faster. So, house cleaning, so yard sales number one, number two, uh, or, or declutter. I guess you can really say for number one, number two is minimal living, living on necessities, and number three is getting yourself a part time job. All right. But like I started, these are three different ways, totally different ways that you can knock down your debt much faster. And you have the ability to pick one. Uh, but when you look at them, they're all different. So you literally have all three that you could pick and, and do them at any given time. So all of these are going to help you get out of debt faster. So are any of these required to get out of debt? No, none of this is required to get out of debt. You will get out of debt if you build out that debt snowball plan from step three of this get out of debt journey. Um, and it will happen. 
you will get out of debt. However, if you follow one, two, or all three of these simple ways, you will get out of debt faster. There's like, this is not like some conspiracy, like you will get out of debt faster. I'm telling you. Um, and let's be honest, if you did the part-time job, um, and you picked up some really sweet, soft skills, you may come out of this on the back end getting pay raises in your primary occupation because of these soft skills that you that you picked up. Or maybe you meet somebody in, in your, you know, while you're out working your part-time job that says, hey, like I love like, I didn't know this is part-time for you, but I would love to bring you into my company. Uh, I can pay you this or whatever. And now all of a sudden, let's say you're getting ten, twenty thousand dollar raises uh, for for some skills that you you portrayed, or some great customer service that you provided a customer at your part time job. I'm just saying, like crazier things have happened. All right, so hang in there, keep pushing. Uh, the great part about the journey to get out of debt is that it does get easier as you're getting through it. So um, mostly because you you start creating new ways of living, you start figuring out new things, you start getting better at managing money. Um, because let's be honest, you won't get out of debt if you continue to live the same way that you always have. Uh, you, will, you will start to feel a little down and overwhelmed, whatever. All of this is going to help make you start to feel motivated by the results that you're seeing, and you will get out of debt, okay? So hang in there. You can do it. Uh, and as always, I'm here. You can see on the screen if you're watching this live. If you're not, if you ever need a financial coach at any point throughout this journey or at any point throughout life, uh, just to help you make sure that your finances are in order, that you're setting yourself up for success in retirement, that you're uh, needing help budgeting, buying a home, like whatever, uh, getting out of debt, obviously, uh, go to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash contact. Fill out the contact form. If you're watching this uh, live or you see this as a, as a VOD later on on YouTube or Facebook, you can see what the contact form looks like on the website. Uh, just go there, fill out the contact form, hit submit. That comes to me as an email and I will be in touch with you. I will be your accountability partner, soundboard coach, get you through all the steps of your fine, uh, every step of your finances, uh, no matter what your goal is and what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, thanks for watching this episode. If you've caught the whole series, once again, I appreciate your support. Don't forget to share this. Uh, hit the little bell if you're watching this on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Comment down below if you really enjoyed watching this series. It really goes a long way in helping promote the promote the stream, promote the, the content. Uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, don't forget to subscribe, comment, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Uh, if you know someone that can use this, like I said, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Uh, until next week, peace. I'll see you then. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.